talk, you can count on me. And if you need to laugh, you can count on me. And if you want to chill, you can count on me. But if you need me on time, hello, we are back. You missed us. I know you did. It's me, JR, and Steve. He's here too. Hi, I missed you, JR. I miss you too. I miss you dearly. It's crazy. I bet you everyone thought we died. Yeah. Right? Everyone, I thought I died too. You thought you died? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, uh, ever been in a bathroom where they have like those air blades now, like the Dyson air blades where mm-hmm. it's like, there's like. So air, dirty. And like they blow the air so fast. Like every time I put my hands in those things, I feel like I'm going to chop my hands off like with air. And I thought one time I died, but I'm okay. back. That's interesting. That's really interesting. <laughs> Great way to start yeah, off Se- a- season two of Filipino time. <laughs> season two Filipino time, Dyson Airblade. Yeah. By the way, the original was the accelerator. That's the one that sticks to the wall and blows air downwards on you. Just in case you didn't know. Just in case. Just in case. But this is exciting because we are back. It's been a couple months and, it's you know, minute, it was the yeah. holidays. Happy New Year, Steve. Happy New Year 2019. Here we go. We are in, and we're not alone. We have someone to my right, huh? and through the digital screen through you, Steve, however you're viewing us right now. <laughs> but some people have been really waiting for this guy to come on. Yeah, I'm excited too. Come on, get to it already. Okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Jeez, Christ. Um, but he is the eldest of the fourth generation of the Labradors. Wow. He's, I don't know what to call him, my nephew. It's hard for me. Some, mm. I, some people say, is he your cousin? I go, it's, no, he's my nephew. And then they look at his, how old he is and then they're confused and yeah. they're like, really? It's kind of annoying sometimes when I have to introduce him because I don't, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I just say nephew. What do you say, Steve? I say he's my uncle. Okay, well, the reason why I'm confused is because he is our eldest cousin's son. <laughs> and he's also... <laughs> this is amazing. Let's keep going. He is also my tenant or my roommate. Oh. Right? He, you know, he helps with the rent upstairs. Ooh. And this happened semi-recently, and we're gonna continue this on, and we'll talk about that a little later. And he's also the guy that comes in once in a while and takes out the trash as well. Okay, fine. <laughs> Carlo Labrador, he's here he's to my right. Welcome, Carlo. Thank you. Ah, so thanks for being here. Um, I feel like we've tried to schedule this like four times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> schedules were just not aligning for some reason, but we're here now. Right, so. and yeah. and I we really have no excuse because I Steve would would kind of text me, "Hey, let's get Carlo in, let's get Carlo in," and I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, he's right upstairs." And then it took like four months for me to schedule you. It's it has no <laughs> excuse to do that. Sorry, Steve. It's okay. I understand. You know, it's it's hardest to book the ones we love. That's an old <laughs> adage. Yes, yes. That's yeah, that's that's tattooed on my back. <laughs> yeah. So who did that tattoo, by the way? It's like really sloppy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. There's this you know how there's hot yoga? Mm-hmm. There's also blind tattoo. <laughs> and I've been it's something I've been trying. My friends told me about it and it's okay. <laughs> it's yeah. Okay, oh, good text you my guy okay perfect um, that sounds good but but carlo i, I kind of want to start with this okay. um for me when i was growing up 
you honestly were kind of a, a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you weren't at every family party. And then some people be like, well, Gobi has a son. That was me. Maybe mm-hmm. it was be- because of just me being the youngest cousin and just not knowing yeah. anything. Maybe that's what it was. But you weren't at every family party like me, Steve, Jonathan, Joseph, and all right. everybody else was. Uh, so I kind of wanted to get it from you. And you can tell it as short or long as you want. Okay. Um, where you have been around the world. And I know you're an international man. So (laughs) however you want to explain it, where have you been? And uh, let's just start with that. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I guess primarily the reason why I wasn't around is was because I was traveling a lot. I I mean, I primarily grew up in the Philippines, but uh, my mom traveled a lot. Yes, I was born there. Okay. So my mom traveled a lot because um, she was pursuing like academic, things i guess like her phd and stuff like that in different countries so um we went to the uk and then also australia and then i mean i would visit the us from time to time but we would visit more her relatives who are on the east coast so i rarely actually went to the west coast um so east coast what part uh new york primarily okay okay so yeah but uh that's primarily it. it was just like i was traveling a lot growing up and um yeah uh, so you, you started in the philippines mm-hmm. and then you lived there for a while yeah and then what was your next i live here uh london spot? it was london, london. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about london and what um, years was that give us a <laughs> good time like paint 19, the picture for us yeah it was like 1990 i guess so i was okay. like five going on six mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i have vague memories of it i mean it was like and I guess it was all new to me, even just like speaking a different language, even though, you know, a lot of... Was people, your English pretty good by then? or uh, I, I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, the only thing I do remember is that when I went back to the Philippines after that experience, I had a hard time speaking Tagalog again. Uh, yeah. How many like, years I, were you in London? A year. <laughs> oh okay yeah it just takes a year to forget yeah, Tagalog. okay yeah. it's the most forgettable language in the world. <laughs> okay. No, I understood. I still understood it, but I just like had a hard time expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I, I think a lot of teachers had told me like the year before I left that I was like very fluent in it. And, you know, they said it was yeah. a shame that like I lost sh- it. Yeah. Um, and- so, uh, Filipinas are really good at making you feel bad for not knowing the language. <laughs> yes. right? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so did so, you did, did you get some kind of English accent while you were uh, out there? I did. And I'm, I'm really sad that like there's only like faint, remnants mm-hmm. of that british accent left yeah I didn't realize what what how. words does it come out the most um i don't know i i guess i pronounce my t's in a hard way like what do you uh, mean what do you mean um like i say gritty yeah that's um, an english thing yeah <laughs> uh well it's gritty. like you know it's gritty. like gritty. Yeah, yeah it's like um yeah i think lips kind yeah of. i think they famously like talk at the front of their mouth like mm-hmm. f- four yeah everything's over here the t- to yeah, tit tit tat I'm just trying to say a lot of T's. A lot of T's. Yeah. Terminator took my my tita. Yeah. But yeah, also just a lot of like I guess phrases that they have like. Go ahead. What's a phrase? Get your skates on. That's one phrase. Oh wait. Okay, so we have to guess what that means. Okay. So you guess first, Steve. Okay, that's. I mean, it sounds like. Like get your shit together. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, get your skates on. (laughs) Okay. That's Uh, my guess. Okay. So I I would probably say 
that get put on your shoes, son. Hey, Billy, get your skates on. You're closer. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. It, it, really? It, yeah. It basically means hurry up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> get your skates on. Wow. Yeah. Why oh. they make it so complicated? Uh, I don't know. It's just like the <laughs> yeah. slang, I yeah. guess. How like they have Cockney rhyming slang too. And the yeah. thing was, where we were in London was like a Cockney area. Can too, you explain so. Cockney to me and the audience? Uh, I mean, the easiest uh, explanation is basically if you've seen Guy Ritchie movies, like how those people talk. Uh, right. Like, like uh, Snatch. Like, yeah, Snatch or Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. So. Like, like, like they're kind of hard to understand, but it's, and it's kind of, is it kind of, uh, it's not ghetto, but it's a little, like a little more of like a, it's, slang, it's, it's more working yeah. class slangy yes. sort of mm-hmm. British. Sure. Yes. The, the English vernacular as yeah. Manuel would and put it. There mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. that scene in uh, that famous scene in um, Kingsman where basically one or two. Uh, the first. There's one. no famous scene in number two. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> so number one, where um, they're they're in that pub, and then it's basically the the gang. Who, oh yeah. So. Yeah, like who kind of. Uh, one of their members is dating uh, Eggsy's mom. The, the scene where they're first having a beer together? Yeah. Okay. And okay. then, you know, basically um, Colin first locks the mm-hmm. door and then engages in a fight with them. So these guys, like, they speak uh, Cockney. Cockney. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, let me ask you this. So you were there pretty young mm-hmm. for about a year. Yeah. I mean, maybe you remember, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It, do you remember being maybe one of the only Filipino guys around over there? Oh, yeah, for sure. What was that, that was, like? Um, I mean, I guess you're not that conscious of it then. But I do remember, um, uh, like, there was another guy and he was actually Mexican, which was really weird. You know, it's like how he found his way. And then I only yeah. understood it, like, you know, years later that mm-hmm. he was actually adopted by a British family. Wow. So, okay. yeah, he was... He was the only other person there who was like, oh, I, I could kind of see like, oh, he's like me, you know, yeah, everybody brown. else. Yeah, he was brown. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> but yeah, it was a primarily white school that I went to. It was a great school, by the way. It's sure. called Prior Weston. I got to give a shout out to that school. Shout out to Prior West, um, baby. Prior West, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. And like, uh, I do have a very specific memory of my experience there in that school. And uh, one of my favorite um, movies, uh, I, I kind of want to use that concept, which is uh, this, this movie called Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you guys may be familiar with the director because his recent film has been getting a lot of buzz. It's gotten nominated for the Best Foreign Film Oscar, uh, uh, Hirokazu Koreeda. Okay. His new film is um, uh, Shoplifters. So, um, but I prefer his earlier work. So Afterlife was like his second film and that came out, I think, in 98. Mm-hmm. And the concept of that film was like, before you go to heaven, you kind of end up in this, um, I guess, in-between place between earth and heaven where uh, they ask you what your favorite memory is. Okay. And they basically... And this will, is a big question. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Because what they're going to do is they're going to make a film of that memory. And then that's the only memory you can take with you to heaven. So, so are you saying... <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. So basically, you'll forget everything about your, your life on Earth except okay. for that one memory. Because you can just watch that film of your memory. Right. Over so you over. would say, oh, when I did the podcast with Stephen J.R. Uh, <laughs> Not quite. Okay, so we'll, uh, that okay, would we'll, be a close second. So I this guess. is all coming back to yeah. If London. they if they came up to me and basically said like, uh, we can't really do your first choice, but uh, yeah, we can do your second choice. <laughs> uh, I, 
I would pick this podcast. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's rewind back. How does this relate to the Mexican kid? Okay, well, actually it does because um, the whole thing with the Mexican kid was he had an older sister. He ended up being that director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so his older sister was obviously white. And okay. yeah, I, I couldn't really, you know, obviously my five-year-old brain couldn't really make sense of that. Uh, but I do remember like an older sister was like... Uh, his older sister was a teen. So, uh, and they had a bunch of friends and they thought I was just like so adorable, you know, as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I guess, yeah, because I just look so different. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, I get, I guess I, I can say objectively when I look at photos of myself as a kid, I'm like, yeah, pretty was, cute. Yeah, yeah. I was a cute kid. You yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. pull it off. Um, so, um, so I just remember this one time where they were just, they just like surrounded me. It was like, um, this Mexican kid, I think his name was Steven too. So, oh, shout yeah. out to Steven. Uh, yes. Yeah, Esteban. Yeah. Esteban. So um, his older sister and their group of friends just like, you know, surrounded me and they were like, oh man, you're so cute. And like, you know, they were just kind of like mm -hmm. uh, hugging me and like just thinking that I was just like this really adorable thing. And then, yeah, they all took turns like kissing me. On the and, lips? And, uh, no, like Tom Brady style? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. That's where the memory's a little hazy. It's like oh, <laughs> you don't remember where they kissed you. Oh, yeah, but but okay. I, I'm, I I think it was on the on the cheek. On the cheek. Like, so this guy. So the bro, so yeah, the, yeah. the Mexican kid too was also kissing you. On the no, cheek? no, it was just his uh, the older the girl, sister, the older and sister, her friends. Okay, and was there a do you have a little crush going on? I don't know. I I just like that memory. You know, it's okay. just that it, it, there's something about it that was just like really kind of ah, uh, yeah. It's it's comforting. So I would take that memory. So with you, me would that be your choice to make a movie? Uh, yeah, for that for them, whatever that uh, whatever that organization uh, that right, takes care of that right, before right, you go right, to heaven. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, so London. Go see, go see. I was gonna say, let's work on this. Let's see if we can get this memory recreated. Like, like, like this podcast has reach. We can, you know, we're we're we, we can be downloaded in England. I'm sure they're listening. I'm sure that they'll hear about this. <laughs> it's not we, too far from Isle of Man. Yes, we want to. Yes, the Isle of Man. We want to recreate this memory for Carlo. Just reach out to us. Yes. We'll do it. All right. Totally. Back to the show. So London, London, 1991. You move away back mm -hmm. to. Ah, uh, okay. This is oh. <laughs> the gr the gray area. Like basically, my my memories from like 1990 to like 95 are kind of a blur. Oh my god! Did the men in black delete that part of your yeah, life? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you saw them killing aliens, yeah, and they I, had to do the thing on you. Yeah, I just remember thing. going back and forth between a lot of countries. So I would go. I went back to the Philippines. And then I think we went back to England again, and then I visited the U.S. And actually, I did. I do remember I, I visited my aunt in L.A. for a bit. Which aunt? Um, Your mom's side. On my mom's side. So okay. She only has one sister, so okay. it was her. Okay. And she lived here. She lives in New York now, but um, she lived here around that time. And I remember visiting her, and then actually, uh, yeah, that's. I met up with my dad and Mama Jojo um, in Universal Studios, so I did that. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood and we did the tour and everything and you know I saw the Jaws shark and all that so. <laughs> still there yeah it's still there <laughs> it still works too oh, that's did they still did you see the uh, the 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 killer from uh, what's it called Psycho the, Psycho um, he still does that it's so uh, fun I don't remember no you know, it's part of the tram tour and then you kind of pass by the motel and mm -hmm. 
you we catch him putting a body into the trunk and then he like he wow. sees you and yeah, he comes like, at you with a knife. I completely blocked that out. The only yeah. part that I really do remember is the shark and then also the the earthquake thing where right. the subway yes. station floods. It still happens. Yeah. They've added a couple more things that are okay. absolutely insane. Oh, King Kong. I remember King Kong no, too. Like more shaking than that. the bridge. Yeah. More than that. They added a Fast right. and Furious thing that wow. is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Steve, if you want a good laugh. Like, so it's ridiculous funny. It's not ridiculous it's, like, it's like holy shit. Ridiculous okay. fun. Ridiculous holy <laughs> shit. Ridiculous funny. Like, because you know how that franchise has t- kind of turned into that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, like right. the rock punching a rocket away or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy like that. <laughs> That's what that ride is now. It's okay. so dumb. All okay. right. Anyway, anyway. Well, so, yeah. well, so, well I, I have just a quick question mm-hmm. for, for Carlos. So at this age, so you're, you know, you're, you're probably, I guess it sounds like you're 10 years old and younger when, when you're younger, doing all this yeah. traveling at this point. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like, was that exciting or was that kind of scary? Like, were you kind of like worried about where are we going? Am I going to make friends or was it all sort of an adventure and you were kind of having a good time? Um, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of both. Like, I was definitely just amazed at how new everything was and just, like, I guess, discovering the world outside of the U.S. And, like, I think on my mom's side of the family, it's kind of a rite of passage. Like, they all make that trip to the U.S. and visit our relatives here. Mm -hmm. So they all went through that. But, like, they usually do that, like, when they're in their teens. So I was, like, one of the youngest people in my family to, like, start traveling and see the world outside of the Philippines. Um, But at the same time, yeah, it was just, like, there was a part of me that just wanted to be in a single place. And Mm -hmm. I kind of envied kids who had, like, these long-lasting, like, friendships with people because it was just, like, I couldn't really form that because, like, I mean, now I guess it, it would have been easier, but back then, you know, you right. you just, there was no Facebook. So it's like you just eventually lost touch with people, mm-hmm. you know. So after that kind of blurry gray area, mm-hmm. when did you start to settle down in one place for at least a few years? Well, uh, here's the thing. Like my the pattern in my life has always been like every four years I've moved. I never really intended that, but that just always happened to me. So I've mm-hmm. been pretty much a nomad all my life and here I am again like in a week's time moving right so again. I should actually plan for a roommate in 2012 or 13 yeah okay yeah. well that's going backwards right right I well yeah, yeah. I'm sorry 2022 <laughs> yes. yeah 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 so, okay um, so yeah. like so I mean are you so you must be really good at moving at this point like do you have it kind of all down like do, do you kind of live like a real minimal life in terms of like stuff or yeah. or or is it always a pain yeah, I, I did for a time, like I, because I, I just expected it's like every four years. But then, like I guess, I mean, fast forward to now, like the past eight years of my life, I actually was able to stay in one place. I stayed in New York. Mm-hmm. So when I was in New York, like I, I felt like, oh man, I'm finally like settling down. And you know, I even like had an apartment that you know it was in my name, so it was like, oh, it's like uh, I'm gonna be here for the foreseeable future. So I started like buying stuff. As if like I was gonna be there for yeah. a while, mm, and then similar to my current situation, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it really felt like it was gonna be long term, especially once I passed that four year mark. You know, because like mm-hmm. I, I just realized, oh man, like I'm not moving, like I'm gonna be here. Um, so, but who knew? Like four years later, after that, it just doubled basically. Like, yeah. and then it was time to move again. Ugh, so much stuff. So, yeah, so now it's it's a so bit of a struggle stuff. because I have accumulated all this stuff, but I know like with 
this whole trend with Marie Kondo and mm-hmm. tidying up and stuff. I actually mm-hmm. did that um, on MLK Day. I, I drove to like my storage unit in San Dimas. What sparked joy? What did not spark joy? Yes, and I, I went through everything, and it was primarily because the majority of my stuff are books. Yeah, that's my problem, and they're heavy, and I'm I'm still yeah. one of those holdouts. Like I just can't read stuff on like a screen, you know, yeah. on a tablet, especially if it's long form. Like I can read like an article for sure, maybe even a short yeah. story, but. I, if I'm going to read a novel, I really want to just yeah. read it. Well, that's cor- that's correct. Like, that's yeah. the right way. Like, I, I don't know if, if you guys have this reaction, but I have a visceral reaction. If I see someone looking at their phone, I get really mad, like, like on the inside. Whereas if, if that person was reading an article, um, it doesn't matter. But if the person next to them is reading the same article on a, in a magazine or a paper, I'm mm-hmm. like, thumbs up. Like, that looks good. It's there's something about the screens that's just it's just it's, it's right. not it's not right. Yeah, and it's just like when you're reading a book, you don't have like notifications dropping in Ads, on the page, skipping yeah. five seconds, yeah, stuff like that. This, like, this website has cookies. Yeah. <laughs> that's a new one. I hate that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I, I I prefer to kind of have it not have any interruptions. But yeah, as yeah. as um. A consequence of that, I've accumulated a lot of books over the years. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, people have been, I guess, a lot of people who are pro like paperback books or hardback or just like, I guess, tangible books yeah. or have like been reacting to Marie Kondo's like kind of getting rid of stuff. But the thing is, yeah, her her policy, as I haven't actually watched the show, but like what I've I watched heard, it last night. Okay. How was it? It's relaxing watching the okay. show. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like but, like a few years ago, so nice. I, I actually listened to her book on audio, like the like 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 the whole book. But she's yeah. like not real. She's not a real person. <laughs> well, no, she, she's someone who's like she's obsessed with tidying, and just years ago, somehow she, it turned into a, a career for her. Like it's it's it's, it's crazy. Good for her. Yeah. So I guess you guys can verify this when, uh, whether mm-hmm. I'm right or wrong about it. But from what I heard, she's just like advocating getting rid of books that you feel you'll never read, or it's like you've read them, you've read it so many times that you don't need to read it again. So, um, and I'm I'm for that because yeah, I I am guilty of that. I mean, sometimes you know when I. I go with my dad to a bookstore, you know, he's always just offering to buy me a book. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I yeah, just yeah, feel yeah. like, oh, I should Yeah, sure, I'll take some. the book. Yeah, I'll yeah. grab some. Yeah, you know, the, the last episode I watched was, uh, it was a gay couple and th- that doesn't actually matter. But the one of the guys, he didn't care about the clothes, but uh-huh. he was tidying his books mm-hmm. and he was like, oh my God, I have, you know, these things give me joy. Right. But I have too many of these things and, but I have these books that i actually read every other year yeah Mm -hmm. so maybe that that's you too yeah yeah Yeah, like like i think it's it's some balance of which ones do you want to keep just because they're sentimental yeah you know and then those ones you for sure keep because i think she makes a category for sentimental stuff yes but then there's that there's the other idea that you can play with is which of these books do i want to give to people Mm -hmm. so so they're still in your sphere of influence and 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 you can even keep a spreadsheet and you know yeah. see who's borrowing what or whatever. But well, just but yeah. but just just so you have less and but 
but um, you didn't throw them away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's definitely something I'm guilty of is I, I also tend to buy certain books, like several copies of a certain book to mm. give away to people, mm. you know? So yeah. Um, especially, yeah, because people ask me for recommendations all the time. And yeah. I actually, this is another thing I've been encountering. And I guess we're like going really far now off a tangent of what we were talking about. That's but, okay. Yeah. That's um, cool. good. But I'm encountering more and more people these days who are saying like, yeah, I used to read a lot, um, but I'm kind of trying to get back into it. Like, you know, I kind of stopped uh, And then when they say that, while. something sparks in your eye. <laughs> but it's just amazing how much I encounter this mm -hmm. every yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, on a regular basis. Uh, it's just people just wanting to get back into reading. And when people ask me for recommendations, I want to like basically personalize it for them. I don't yeah. want to just like randomly um give them some book and they not enjoy it but there are certain books that can basically cover a wide spectrum mm -hmm. and it's like oh okay this is something that i think a lot of people yeah. can get into so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i mean I, I i i'm definitely in that category and the, mm -hmm. the hardest part for me is you know with with the phone is um, my brain is now used to going 70 miles an hour you know mm -hmm. and that's the way it feels when i'm like looking at my phone that and I feel like picking up a book is like going five miles an hour, and it's so it's it's hard to like to like I know I want to read that book I know I should but it's hard to give up that speed because I'm so used to it right now but I know right. it, it's like it's it's an easy choice to make you just actually have to do it you know okay yeah, for sure you, you got to give Steve some book recommendations later <laughs> oh, yeah. totally I, yeah. I have one in my mind right now oh, okay excellent excellent yeah yeah yeah. 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 Okay, I wanted to ask. So I mentioned earlier you didn't see us too often. Mm -hmm. I want to know though, what is your first memory of meeting us, the, the Labrador cousins? <laughs> oh, it was definitely in this century, for sure. It mm -hmm. was yeah, it wasn't in the previous one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I have no memories of ever meeting you guys in the nineties, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Me neither. Uh, it was when I basically moved out here to LA or SoCal. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, I guess in 2005 and I want to say it was a gathering yeah. of, of okay a uh, family gathering of yes. some sort and yes was, uh, in uh, a with um, a roofed area yeah it was like uh, I think at the Edna's house it's gotta be chances uh, are yeah chances yes. are yeah. yeah it was there and it's amazing now you know like having lived here for a while like mm -hmm. I'm now aware of distances and like time LA, like, so yeah. SoCal time mm -hmm. yeah. differences. Right. And yes. um, back then, I didn't. You know, it was just so weird, especially because, you know, my dad drove me around yeah. for the, my first year pretty much because mm -hmm. I, I didn't know how to drive. And I did take some public transportation from time to yeah. time. But since my dad drove me around, I often would just like lose that sense of like distance and I had no idea how mm -hmm. far West Covina was to like... From Conoga Park. Conoga yeah. Park, yeah. Right. And I think was, even when you moved here initially to Irvine, you know, you went to LA a lot to watch movies and yeah. then I would see, I would see this guy leave at like 3 PM <laughs> and I'd be like, dude, you yeah. have a movie at what time? And you're leaving at 3 PM from Irvine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. like he, he, uh, underestimated what, how traffic and time yeah. works mm -hmm. here. How, I mean, it would take you what, two hours yeah. to drive Oof. 45 oh, well, miles. I mean, there was one trip that was like three hours. It was a Friday <laughs> yeah. and I never forget that because I remember, <laughs> Uh, the actresses I was meeting up with um, in downtown LA. Uh, I Meryl Streep. 
Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I said Meryl Streep. Yes, yeah, 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 Meryl Streep. Yeah, so um, she let. I left before her, and she still got there before I did. Yeah, that's <laughs> how God. long it, it took me um, to get there. So yeah, but you know, it's like we're in this age now too of like podcasts. Like you know, I guess it's meta to discuss that. On oh a my podcast. gosh, meta. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's how I pass the time uh, in traffic now. Is I I've, I've started getting into listening to podcasts again. It's good. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Steve's a big podcast guy. He's a big comedy guy. He's a big comedy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I started a spreadsheet this year. I'm actually tracking (laughs) how many hours of podcasts I'm listening to. (laughs) Here, let me give you a quick update on how I'm doing in January. Okay. It's it's pretty embarrassing. Well, okay. Well, if you had to guess how many hours of podcasts I've listened to so far, so far in January, January this is January 23rd. What would you guess? Uh, 64 hours. Let's say 77, okay. 75 hours. 88 hours of podcasts. Wow. So far. <laughs> yeah. And 55 coffees. I'm, I'm, I'm also <laughs> tracking how much coffee I drink. So how do you, I'm always curious. So how do people, how do you listen to your podcast? Like what situation would you be in? So I generally, I mean, I have a really, uh, um, for, I, I have a, well, first of all, my commutes are short, but I don't watch a lot of actual shows anymore. So at night when I'm like doing dishes and laundry and just kind of farting around the house, I'll actually, I'll probably be listening to a podcast then in the evening and then headphones on or just, yeah, headphones on or, or now, you know, there's really great video podcasts now that actually have pretty good quality. So I'll Mm -hmm. just kind of watch those on a laptop while I go. The other option is, you know, sometimes at at work, I'm able to bang out like, like if I'm just, cause I have a desk job. So if, if I'm doing something that I really know how to do and I don't need to be totally focused, I can like bang out like four hours of a podcast easily. Yeah. <laughs> my know? last job too was like that. Like, you know, uh, that was my peak podcast yeah. listening because like it was yeah. just fairly repetitive tasks and, you know, it just made the day fly by so much faster yeah. just listening to people talk. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. It, I know it is odd. It's, I mean, it's a sign of the times that listening to a conversation is like, that there's a yearning for it. Whereas, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like back in the day, everyone would just talking to anyone all the time. So like it, it wouldn't seem like a big deal, but it is a big deal. Yeah. Cause music makes me fall asleep when I'm doing long drives. It doesn't matter how crazy the song is. I remember I was driving home from Lancaster at 2 AM because I really didn't want to sleep in Lancaster. <laughs> yeah. But Lancaster to Irvine is no joke, mm. but I mean, two episodes of, you know, some true crime and yeah. you just, you don't even sleep that night because mm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be uh, you don't want to get your legs cut off and raped at the same time. Oh yeah, L- last night by the way, I got you like started on um, Mind Hunter. How, yeah, how that? that's great. It's really good. The, the it's it's a little slow right now for me. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was kind of half paying attention because the con- the conversations were kind of just going and going. But but it, it's something that I, I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm not hooked yet. All right. But I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, I can't do too many shows at the same time. Right now, it's just yeah. True Detective season three. Gotcha. I'm just gonna stick with yeah. That. And yeah. and are we gonna do a fan a fantasy league for Game of Thrones when it comes back? Yeah. Oh, yes, we are. And don't worry, Steve. You're in. You know, <laughs> you're the you're the reigning champ. We're reigning champ. We get, it. we get it. Okay. And um, you watch too, Carlo? Uh, no. I I guess I've mentioned that in 
off air that like yeah i basically dropped off after oh that's right that's right that's right he he dropped off that's okay yeah that's that's okay it's okay i still watch highlights though from time to time when i hear like people say oh (laughs) there was this awesome thing that happened all right i'll watch that clip okay it's it's happening in april steve yeah you better watch yourself okay i'm coming back winter is coming winter is coming all right so um so carlo you know you've been gosh you've been all over the world Mm. Um, so, but when you were, you know, when you were y- younger, it sounds like you, you know, home, home was still the Philippines or is, is that right? Like, is that like, is that where you associated like your home? Um, no, no. It, it wasn't because it was just like, we were moving around okay. um, in the Philippines too. And I mean, that's why that, that four year rule still applies. Like, yeah. you know, I basically, God. yeah. How old am I now? Wow. 34. Yeah. So, uh, other than that eight-year stretch in New York, I basically had moved do, for every four years. So. Do you have a favorite and least favorite place in the Philippines? Ah, oh, man, that's a tough question. <laughs> or some, you yeah. know, dislike, I like. It doesn't yeah. have to be extreme. I mean, I guess I, this is a, just, a little bit more of it, my man. background. Like, even though I moved a lot, I always ended up in big cities. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm pretty much like a city kid. So even like Irvine is weird to me because it is technically a city, but there's something. It's, it's weird. It's yeah, super manufactured. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And there's like an idyllic. There's no personality. Yeah. yeah. Thing to it. So and, generic. You know, yeah. So I've, I've been to a lot of cities with character and just like, you know, it's bustling. It's that kind of like thing. other than Vibrant. Manila. For the people who don't yeah. really know too much of the mm. Filipino cities, yeah, what is another okay. bustling well, city that you? Okay, so in? the thing I, I should also say, Manila is like a sprawling city. It's almost as big as LA, mm-hmm. and also the, it has traffic to compare as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, most people think of Manila as basically uh, the area that's near the bay. So Manila Bay and I mean, yeah, that is primarily where the city started, but it's like gradually expanded mm-hmm. and like started incorporating other municipalities, mm-hmm. basically. And um I grew up basically in Quezon City, which is also pretty central. I mean, that's where the University of the Philippines is, mm-hmm. um, the the main campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you did not go to the main campus, right? You went to I the did not, northern no. campus. Yeah, uh, I no, I actually went to a southern campus. That's yes, um, I get those yeah. mixed up so <laughs> no, much. No, no worries. Yeah. North, south, east, yeah. west. Uh, <laughs> basically, actually, you know, Manila is pretty far north in the Philippines in terms mm-hmm. of geography. So there's not that much uh, above it, other than you know, uh, I guess where our family is originally from. You know, um, but yeah, so I primarily lived in in cities, and I do enjoy it. Um, but yeah, when I went to college, I did have to go south. And uh, I guess this is another kind of uh, personal story yes, as well no, regarding go for it. Uh, college. Like, I didn't want to go. I, I really did not want to go to university. Like, um, you didn't. So after high school, yeah, after you were school, like, uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. I, I just wanted to like get started with my life. I wanted to be an mm-hmm. adult. You know, I, right. I, I was like, I was going to figure it where, out. Where did the pressure come from? Your mom or your dad? Uh, my mom. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because also, I guess there's this whole thing with my mom's side of the family. There's just been like, everybody's gone to the University of the Philippines and on that side of the family. Like, it's a continuing legacy. Right. And I'm also the oldest of my generation on my mom's side. So, that I basically was the first to go to college on in that generation. So, mm-hmm. if I were not to go, if I skipped it, 
like basically big deal to your mom well yeah and i guess the family too mm-hmm. but um i guess we can get into that later on too what's your like, mom's maiden name just to throw that in uh, pangalangan pangalangan and yeah. uh, i guess another funny bit of trivia about that name and that's why i always include it in my name even though i know it's like it's super long to like add both last names uh <laughs> it's because you know um i think my ancestors on my mother's side had a sense of humor <laughs> so I don't know if you, you've gotten into <laughs> this um, uh, in the podcast before about, you know, basically Filipinos didn't have last names. I think Gobi had mentioned something. Yeah. Of, yeah. So, uh, so basically well, um, the Spaniards in order to like control and I guess, you know, divide and conquer, they had to give last names to Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the rule was basically the first letter of your last name was also the first letter of the town you were from. Okay. So that basically enabled them to maintain a, a census. Right. Yeah. And mostly, you know, they, they took up like Spanish last names. But Pangalangan is obviously not a Spanish last name. Mm-hmm. Like there's no equivalent to it. It is a Filipino last name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, the thing about it is, I guess, because that, um, that family, my mother's side of the family, they had some kind of clout or privilege because they got to choose yeah. what their last name was. Oh, they were assigned one. That's awesome. Yeah. So when it and, came... But did they choose Pangalangan? Yeah, they did. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. So when it came to like choosing it, and I don't know, this may be like some sort of thing where it's been passed down so many times that the stories has kind of gotten warbled or whatever. But this is the version that I know. Okay. Which okay. is that um, when it came time to choose... Uh, they chose this name because, you know, Pangalan in Tagalog means name. Right. So they basically just added the G-A-N <laughs> at the end to make it Pangalangan. So basically, <laughs> your last name is name. So your last name is name. <laughs> yes. Carlo oh name. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> hey, what's your last name? Name. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. So there's a, there's a lot of jokesters in Carlo's family. Carlo comes from a long line of humor. Yes. That's a permanent joke too. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that legacy is going to continue. Yeah. That's the long game. <laughs> funny it is. It's um, just wow. Yeah, it's funny though because um, yeah, yeah. My my generation of cousins um, on my mom's side, the only ones that have been having kids are the girls. So obviously, they're not passing down the last name. So none of the guys have had. Man, um, kids yet? Are there any like Jr. Steve or Jonathan equivalents on your mom's side? <laughs> no, they're very different. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys are also unique in your own ways. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think <laughs> a bad way, right? In a bad yeah. way. Yeah. God. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're definitely way more annoying than like any possible <laughs> relative. Know. We all think we're all so great <laughs> in our own way. <laughs> so annoying. Oh yeah. God. That's great. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. So I was I was gonna say so you know you have such great understanding of both American culture, Philippine culture. Is is there anything that you can help us kind of understand? You know what the main differences are between you know from living there and living here. Yeah, I mean, I I do have to to give a caveat because I haven't lived there in thirteen years. Yeah. So it has been a while. So Mm -hmm. uh, I did visit. I I mean, I visited. I almost visited like every year after I left. Uh, but I would only be there for like less than a couple of weeks. And then um, the last time I was there was 2015. And um, giving a sense of it, like 
I guess um, it's hard to to really like sugarcoat it and yeah. just be like, okay, these are some of the great things. I mean, because you know everybody wants to appeal to like it being like this this paradise with all these beautiful beaches and stuff <laughs> like that, and like you know the happiest people on earth. Mm. Um, but you know, and given like what's been going on recently, obviously people have been hearing about the news of what's been going on, and yeah, it's revealing kind of the ugly side. Mm-hmm of the country and, and, um, uh, yeah, just how basically, I mean, that was the, the, the immediate, I guess, culture shock that I had when I first like started visiting like other countries, uh, especially like in the West, like, um, the UK and here was just how I didn't really have to be on my guard at all times, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's always just like this thing, once you arrive in the Philippines, it's like you always just feel like you're gonna get cheated. Yeah, you know, it's like you're. You, um, so you always have to just be aware of of what's going on around you. And I mean, the thing is, I, I do have certain things going for me that, um, I guess is my advantage of, of when I'm there. Height. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is one thing. Yeah, you. you yeah. It. What's so, the average height? Um, in the Philippines. Four two. It's like I guess five five is like mm-hmm. the average height of a male, and okay. I'm five foot ten. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it it is funny when I I do come back there and like uh you know I'm at the airport like I can see over everybody's head yeah. like when we're lining up mm-hmm. in customs. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that definitely has helped me out in in certain ways because like yeah, I mean, who would really want to mess with you because like you know you're you're bigger than most people. I mean, you know, I'm not like buff or anything like i'm i'm scrawny but like at the same time it's like that's one of the things and then i don't know if i have like a resting bitch face but like i have something of an equivalent of that too Uh Hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. another thing that like resting dick face yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's another thing that prevents people from uh from from fucking with me yeah uh and i just generally like keep to myself but yeah i mean it is just such a hassle like you know whenever like say you're taking a cab or like um yeah a cab is a good example like you have to haggle for the ride you know, it's like some of them will like say like oh i'm just gonna turn off the meter and then i'm gonna charge you a flat rate and you're like no turn on the fucking meter like you have to like be ready to like, get into fights with people basically and mm-hmm. you know it, it really is like um a game of like they try to kind of feel out with how much you know and uh. if if they can sense that that's a weakness, then, you know, they take advantage of it. So like prices in the Philippines are never like, you know, set. Set in stone. <laughs> yeah. Never set in stone. Unless, yeah, you go to a department store or like a chain store, obviously, but like, you know, it's like getting some sort of service. Like you can always negotiate. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, you I, hate, I really don't, you're not, yeah, yeah. I really don't like haggling and negotiating. Like yeah. it's just annoying. It's like, just mm-hmm. tell me the price. And then, I'll pay it. You know, it's like, that's more like what I would feel is my approach. It's like a nuisance to have to go through all that. Yeah. And it's just like the mental preparation for that. So, and then other than that, it's also like that, that is one of the things that my friends have told me about just how they feel about crime there is that, um, uh, that, at least here in America, they they this is what they view of America of like people commit crime here because they're insane. 
you know, it's like they, mm-hmm. they, they have some it's sort of crazy. Yeah. They yeah. have some sort of mental deficiency that like makes them criminal and like, you yeah, know, they're psychopaths or whatever. But in the Philippines, like people have to resort to crime because they need to, it's to live. Like, yeah. To live. Right. Like it's a survival. And we have that here too, but they yeah. don't see that. No, yeah. right. they don't. But yeah, that, that's the thing you have to be, um, you know, kind of, I guess, cognizant about is that, you know, when somebody is like potentially like scamming you or like mm-hmm. uh, um, robbing you, it's like, you know, the, their reasons may be like they need to support their family. It's like they, they're doing it for, for those reasons. It's mm-hmm. not just right. like because they, they're, you know, they're mean people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and like they can smell Americans from a mile oh, away. If, oh, totally. if Steve parachuted and landed yes. in Quezon City, well, hi guys, almost. Yeah, I mean, hi, I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> Language is really like a magic, like skeleton key in the Philippines, and it it also is like a thing. If you go from one region to another and they mm. speak another language mm. uh, other than Tagalog, and I mean. Traveling around the Philippines, it's amazing how there's certain even regions like in the north where they can speak better English than they can Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's really strange. But yeah, if you don't speak their language, like, yeah, that's another way that you can get taken Scammed. advantage of. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's just like they know that you're you're not familiar yeah. with the place. But yeah, I've... I've so we of, would get hella scammed. Me. Oh, oh totally. hi, how much is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do a thousand percent yeah. markup on it. Like, just, yeah, charge That's you. That's it, sure. But um, I guess tying into, uh, I guess, my experience here in America, I realized too, since I lived long enough in New York, it's the same thing too. Like, tourists get scammed there all the time mm-hmm. because they don't know how much things cost. And like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. they don't realize that they're overpaying for things. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of works in the same way. But uh, I mean, New York has changed a lot, but yeah, I definitely can pretty much go to any point of New York City and feel safe. But like, there's mm-hmm. parts of Manila that you just don't want to go, right? You know. Um, but yeah, I feel like now, like I have- even if you're a Filipino, yeah. you're still not going to be safe. It no. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I feel like now I have to counterbalance it with like the positives. Like, I can't just be like, no, oh, let's leave it at that. Right. <laughs> All right, guys, that was episode thirteen. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just ragging on the Philippines. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll, you don't feel that in Irvine, do you? Oh, totally. <laughs> no, it's a more menacing thing because it's just like, you, you know, that, that whole suspicion of like, what is up with this place? Like, why is there's it no so bar? Safe? You know, there's no bars here. There's, oh, I didn't even there's no that. billboards in Irvine. No, yeah. There's no standalone bars in Irvine. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess every that's... street is fifty mile per hour minimum speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Even <laughs> even in UCI, a college campus where there's people walking around, it's fifty miles an hour. <laughs> like that's just crazy to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, like uh, the other, I guess, uh, weird thing um, is like uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay that was great yeah that yeah. was a really good um mm-hmm. insight on oh, on the world yeah with the positive things with the philippines i should say so when um uh, kare, kare. yeah let me go back to like the the college thing too um because mm-hmm. it relates to it so what i basically did in order not to get into college because my mom basically made me take all the entrance exams mm-hmm. to like all the major universities in manila 
Mm. So it would, and the thing was like, it would have made sense for me to go to um, UP Diliman because we lived so close to it. So, uh, you know, because so much of my, my family like went to that school and then they also, um, uh, like my, my grandmother on my mother's side actually became the dean of the College of Social Work. Okay. So it just made sense for them to, to mm. buy a house that was near the campus. So yeah. we were super close. I mean, it wasn't like you could walk it, even though I did that a few times. Like, uh, but it's like probably like a 20-minute a walk. And right. it's through We don't like, do 20-minute walks here. Yeah, I mean, it's, mm. it's hellish like pollution. Oh my and god! Stuff, yeah. I mean, I guess hellish. Okay. Yeah, uh, that is one more thing I should say. One last negative thing about Manila, at least. Like, Keep yeah, it coming. If, if people are are gonna go visit um, the Philippines, avoid Manila as much as possible. That's what I would say because it's just like it's so overpopulated now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just insane. And the whole thing is comparing it to like another city that I lived in, which was just so many people in New York, like in New York, at least you had alternative routes. You could take different subway lines. The problem with, um, with Manila is that there's only really like one main subway line that people take and everybody's on it and it's packed. And just like kind of proof of how like overpopulated it is the, the, all my friends from college and even people I know from, from my school, they all moved to Manila so like years later, like yeah, it's been like ten years since I graduated college. Like um, uh, yeah, or actually thirteen. Sorry, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're now all there. So that just proves like just how many people are yeah. just like there's this migration to the city, and it's just insane. And yeah. funny that you ended up here in Orange County, baby. <laughs> yeah, sunny Orange uh, County. But yeah, so <laughs> going back to the college thing, so. What I basically did was I intentionally like failed the exams. <laughs> like I oh did That yeah. must have been so hard for you. Um, but yes, <laughs> you know, it's like an example of yeah. failing upwards. So mm-hmm. I didn't get into UP Diliman. And then I was like, yes, because, you know, it's like you, you get the college acceptance, uh, whatever, the, mm-hmm. the envelope. Yeah. It's a banana uh, leaf envelope. Uh, that's so racist, dude. Come mm. on. <laughs> That's God, come man. on, Jr. That's so <laughs> racist. Oh, Filipino racist. Time. We can get get into this later on too, because I, I am curious about like levels of offense that you guys take. Because uh, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really curious. Like, how okay, cool. Take it, but yeah, we, we can get into that. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I've probably offended a few of your relatives if they listen to this right now. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Well, Sorry. Sorry. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, I intentionally failed all the exams. Like I even remember like one section in an exam, I just answered all C's. Nice. nice. Yeah. Cause you know, all the, I didn't know anyone really did that. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the college entrance exams were, um, multiple choice. Okay. And then, and then, um, so, so do you know how, like what you got, like how many you got right? Yeah, or yeah. like so what the percent you get this on envelope. And you pretty much know whether you got in or not because if the envelope is thick, that mm. means you got in because it's like all the paperwork you have to basically fill in to get into college. But if you get a thin one, it pretty much means it's like, hey, you know, and it's like the boilerplate, like, sorry, you know, like mm-hmm. we, this mm-hmm. is not against you and your personal like abilities yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so I got the thin envelope. So I was like excited. Yes. And I was like, oh, yes. And I mean, I joked about it, but what I actually wanted to do, which is, uh, I guess, ironic in a way, was I wanted to be like a vendor in the college, you know, and yeah. I wanted to sell shawarma. Like that was. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> so you want you instead of getting into college, you wanted to to 
to sell shawarma. Yeah, uh, like I wanted. So awesome. Yeah, I wanted to start my own booth and just mm-hmm. like have that open air. And, and shawarma meat. was not saturated market. <laughs> Yeah. In area. Right? Um, no, there were a few. Oh, but there like, was already a yeah, few shawarma places. Yeah, and that's okay. where I took the idea from. But okay. you know, I, I I don't know. I guess in my like seventeen year old brain, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be better than them. You know, it's like uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna have. And them not once have you made shawarma while you were here living with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's another ironic yeah. part is that I'm vegetarian. So it's yeah. like I wanted to run a shawarma stand mm-hmm. and vegetarian was this was there a little was there a little like goodwill hunting happening where you kind of wanted you wanted to be around the students to kind of look down on them and be like you know what you you guys are dumb you guys are in the rat race i'm i'm no. I'm, I'm i'm here selling shawarma and i'm and i'm better than you no no i, I don't i don't have that kind of uh complex so um, okay and yeah like steve does <laughs> yeah oh for sure i would have done that yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 i mean i i do like that that line from ben affleck in that movie where he does say like you're sitting on a um on a winning lottery ticket yeah. you're too pussy to cash it in and then he has that story of like every day i knock on that door mm. And, you know, I, I want, just want that one day when I come to that door and I knock and you're not there. <laughs> yeah, That's my dream. Mm-hmm. And then I think he said another line, which is actually even better than those two, where he's like, you know, if you don't do this, like, I'm going to kick your ass, like something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, I, I don't love. Really feel like it was like unrealized potential or anything. It's just like, that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I got this letter. Um and then I guess I can't remember quite the timeline because I think they they go through all of the application. I mean, there's like thousands. So you get like a second letter. Uh, well, I, just, I guess this I is did. just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, sorry, yeah. there was like a bank error in your favor. Please collect two hundred dollars. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the second letter I got said like, uh, you're. You, you're because uh, it's a weighted like grade point average. Like your your grade point average actually passes these campuses. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, okay. how is that possible? <laughs> like, you know, I deliberately <laughs> yeah. like you know, it's like um, uh, I I forgot which movie that oh, what we saw Into the Spider Verse. You remember where he deliberately is like failing the exams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they said like, if you blindfolded somebody on a true or false exam, like what are the chances that they would get an answer correct? And it was like a 50% right. chance, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So he, they said he intentionally got it wrong um, mm-hmm. because he got a zero on yeah. his yeah. Uh, <laughs> score. But that's the thing. Like I, I got into a campus and it was yeah. in Ilo, which is south of the country. I'd never been there before, um, t- spoke a completely different language. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know, like, this is how ignorant I was of where it was. I didn't even know that, like, I had to take a plane to get there. Shit. Like, I thought, I, you know, I could just was going to take a bus. You know? So you were far, far. Yes. So I this is a different far. island. What yeah. was the dialect called there? Um, well, it's often mistakenly called Ilongo, but Ilongo is actually the person. But the the, the, language, <laughs> the guy who owns the town. <laughs> no, the the person who speaks Ilongo. that language is Ilongo. Oh man. Um, but uh, <laughs> but the the language is actually Hiligaynon. Oh yeah. Say that slower, slower okay. for me and Steve. <laughs> Hiligaynon. 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 So Hiligaynon. Hiligaynon. I L I G A Y N O N. And this That's is a, a band. And this is an Ilo Ilo. Yeah, in Iloilo. And it's also spoken in different parts of Mindanao. That's but interesting. The the language's origin is in in uh 
in Evil Evil. So mm-hmm. can you give me a, 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 a very black and white difference between that dialect and a Tagalog? Okay, yeah. Word? Well, one of the things that makes this language unique compared to other uh, Filipino languages is that it actually has like reflexive pronouns, mm-hmm. which uh, Tagalog doesn't. So, you know, itself, himself, mm-hmm. myself, like there's no equivalent to that in Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but this does. Uh, yeah, I, or I, should, I should correct that. It's like he himself. He himself. Yeah, or she herself. Like, okay. you know, that's the reflexive pronoun. It's 2019. It could be yeah. he, herself, uh, they, or themselves. they themselves. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, Z. Yeah, Z. Z's themselves. Z's themselves. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, so that's one of the unique things about uh, Hiligaynon is that they have reflect reflexive pronouns. Interesting. That's interesting. Um, do they still add, or can you still add a uh, naman at the end of any sentence? Uh, they have their own version of what that. is naman in that. In oh, man, it's been it. so long. Um, naman. <laughs> and and if we get if if we can come up with a word we can we maybe we can make that um, a new sound bite yeah, yeah a new drop here we go yeah okay, yeah uh, I'll I'll think of it it will come to me okay uh, we don't have it yet okay yeah, okay it's coming um so yeah totally different language I mean they they did speak Tagalog but like again it's kind of this thing uh, because uh, yeah this is another thing about the Philippines is that people from the provinces are obviously like looked down upon like in media, like, you know, usually somebody who's from the province is like made to be like, you know, um, a simpleton or like a hillbilly Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that has like fostered a lot of resentments for non-Tagalog speakers, Mm -hmm. you know? So like if you come in there as a Tagalog speaker, like they immediately look down on you because it's like, you know, the way the media Mm -hmm. shows like Tagalog speaking people are superior you know, and the language is superior. So it's like, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So oh. even if they understood what I was saying, they would still respond to me in their language, you know? Sure, so, sure. um, that made for some difficulty because the language is not that similar to Tagalog because it's actually more related to Chinese and like Mandarin and, um, actually not even Mandarin. It's like more kind of, um, uh, I want to say Hokkien, like that, because hmm. like basically, um, Iloilo, the way it's uh, strategically placed in the country, it's right in the middle. So it was a trade route for a lot of Chinese traders to come there. So a lot of their language, mm-hmm. kind of like common working class Is it language, like a like, flatland, a mountain land. Is it? Um, it's mountainous. It's yeah. a mountainous yeah. region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. it, it, is the campus and the university is it kind of on the, on the shore side? So is it? I imagine it, it can yeah. be. It's 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 like pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that was the amazing thing. So like Iloilo has like a city called Iloilo City, uh, which is where the main hub is and where the awesome. airport is and everything. But the college campus was actually an hour away from it, um, and it uh, it's this uh, uh, town called Miagao. I can't wow. say M I A dash G O. But you said it. Miagao. Yeah. So that's like an example of like how the language sounds. Yeah. And that doesn't, like, if you had, if I didn't know you were talking about the Philippines right now, yeah. I wouldn't think that is a Filipino city. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a small, like, sleepy town. It's perfect for that university. And like, um, also, the what it's famous for is uh, it has. I, I'm not sure because it was like at that time I was going to 
school there, the the church was like recognized as like a world heritage site by UNESCO. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of there was some um, controversy about it because uh, they started the adding an extension to the church. And I guess when it's a World Heritage Site, you're not supposed to modify it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I don't know what the status of it. Oh, I wow. haven't looked it okay, up. We need an update. Then. We need to yeah. figure out an update on this, this yeah, but extension. The, 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 the town okay. is basically known for its church. Mm-hmm. and its That college. church? Yeah. Okay. And, the college. and the college is actually the biggest, like um, in terms of like uh, land space that it takes up. I, I don't know what the technical term for that is. Steve? Acreage. Something. Yeah, yeah. It, like in the whole University of the Philippines like system, it was the biggest campus. But mm. the thing about it is that they only used like probably less than 20% of that land. So all the buildings were clumped in one area. And then the rest of it was just like mountainous farmland and then beach. So it was just amazing. We had like the beach and then we also had the, the farmland there because Myagawa yeah, so was a cool. coastal town. Yeah. I imagine you got close with your college buddies in this town. Um, yeah, because there was this thing where basically, I mean, a lot of people who go to that college are from Iloilo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they would just basically go home on weekends. Mm. But there were some of us who were basically, yeah, I wasn't the only person from Manila. There were other people who went there too. And I, I was always just curious what their story was, is like how they ended how up the there. How did you end up here? Yeah, 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 but a lot of them, it was just like, um, it's not just like the the passing grade. It was also like they had family there. Yeah. So like it was recommended to them or some of them like uh, the the flagship uh, school in, in the campus was um, uh, fisheries. So you could only fishery. Take, yeah. So you could only take fisheries uh, type courses there. So, so you, you could have a fishery major is what you're yeah, saying. You, that, yeah. Yeah. Really? My favorite name for a major in that was aquaculture. That was like the best. <laughs> aquaculture. Yeah. That's a study of freshwater. Um, wow. So it's just yeah. f- fuck salt water. Yeah. This is, I'm only going to focus on fresh. Yeah. Wawa. Yes. Mm. <laughs> So that's it. Wow. That's yeah. Really so cool. on the weekends when everybody would go home, the people who would be left on campus and, you know, I, I stayed in the dorms there, uh, were people who lived far away. Uh-huh. So we were the ones who naturally like just bonded together because we were like still there and, you know, the college would be largely empty and just would, run amok. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I, a lot of people hated it there because it's just like, yeah, it's just farmland and stuff yeah. like that. But I loved exploring it, like just taking these super long hikes. And one distinct memory I even remember was because, you know, obviously the the weather in the Philippines for the most part is humid and just mm-hmm. horrible yeah. and sticky. So like, you know, I'm going on these hikes and I'm just like drenched. You're nasty. You're yeah. disgusting. So, uh, you know, and I, I like going on just like, walks and hikes where i don't know where i'm going i'm just like figuring it out as i <laughs> or go where if i do that i'm scared to shit yeah <laughs> yeah well i i also just have like an internal compass so i always just know where i am for mm-hmm. some sure, reason sure um, and, and going on a hike and getting lost in that area you're not afraid oh there was one thing though you had to be afraid of was oh there were God. a lot of like dogs out there wild so, yeah oh. So, oh. like yeah they would like um yeah they would is there an Ilo Ilo nickname for those dogs um, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, well, I mean, there is that Bitches. kind of slang, uh, it's more Tagalog, as, Ascal. Ascal. Yeah, which aso. is, it, yeah, it's like a combination. It's like, um, of Aso and then Calle. So, Gale. Ascal. Ascal. 
So that was one thing you had to because though what yeah. do do they were they known to attack humans or uh, well or at least tried to intimidate you like I remember <laughs> one time like I was uh, I, it wasn't the same hike but another hike yeah. that I was going on like a bunch of them just came out of nowhere and I don't know if you a pack you, yeah you guys have ever seen that movie White God no which is all about these dogs that just kind of like you know wreak revenge on humans oh my gosh it's an amazing white film. dog yeah white, white dog. god white god yeah white, white god. dog is a different film but that's also <laughs> <There's> another <laughs> movie called white dog yeah yeah that's um by samuel fuller which is about a racist we're gonna dog. get into movies <laughs> 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 you're gonna okay yeah yeah um but uh but, yeah. I, I, I definitely want to see white dog first <laughs> yeah and then yeah. white god yeah do, do it chronologically because yeah. yeah white white uh white dog came <laughs> um yeah but they just came from all over and just like started 360 around you yeah pretty much like i couldn't move you're alone yeah and i was surrounded and like they were just barking at me and just like you know really being aggressive i remember like i had my hands to my side and i could feel the dog like his breath like so close to my hand like i was like oh my god super close you know how like sometimes when dogs bark they accidentally can bite you yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I felt like that could potentially happen, and I didn't want to make any sudden movements, obviously, because yeah. then who knows? I could have, you know, died. And yeah, this is the other thing when you're going hiking. <laughs> um, I remember, I, you know, I, I tend to just like spend my time alone, and I don't let anybody know that where I'm going. <laughs> so, so no one would have known. No, yeah, yeah it would have been like one 127 hours, like that guy, you know. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what happened? So, yeah, I was just surrounded and then, yeah, I froze. Like, I didn't know what mm. to do. So, um, I guess it went on for a while. And then I was just hoping that I was like, okay, it's going to die down. I'm not doing anything. I'm not really acting afraid either. But, like, you know, they just, they won't let me through. And then I just started eventually because I was just like, okay, fuck this. Like, I, I can't stand here forever with them just barking at me. So, I started Start punching make, them. No, I started making steps. Oh, okay. Forward, and then they started making their way, um, like parting ways for me. And then you know, once I got like a few feet away from them, they just like so. Dispersed. Oh, so it's, God, it sounds yeah. like it's like you're in my territory. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. But but like if you don't, if you get too close, I'll bite. But mm-hmm. if you just chill, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And and I mean, this is a thing I guess that we we learn as kids in the Philippines is that. Um, if there are dogs around and they, yeah, they're trying to intimidate you, like you just have to do the gesture as if like you're picking up a rock or a stone, and then you know um, they usually will will scamper off because you know like that's what people do. They have to stone the dogs because they're just like yeah, they're they're feral, Amazing. and obviously you don't know what kind of diseases they may carry yeah. with them. I mean, that was also another thing that was amazing to me, like being in the provinces was like seeing people basically. Um, taking like dogs heads to like um so like uh clinics and stuff Mm -hmm. uh for them to like incinerate the head because it was like a rabid dog like it had rabies yeah and like you know they have to like kill it so that's amazing yeah it's amazing how this beautiful coastal mountainous town has turned into this story of (laughs) uh, isle of dogs isle of dogs (laughs) with decapitated dog heads that are rabid yeah Thank you, Carlo. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Elo, Elo, yeah. Elo, visit now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I would say, yeah, like um, to, to continue the positive. Hiking is bliss. Elo, Elo was beautiful, and like I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the thing that also people took for granted about like <laughs> sure. a beach campus was 
that the beach was black sand. It wasn't white sand. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's and cool. I, I thought it I was like awesome. That. You know, and like you know, uh, with my background being a city kid, like. I was just having a blast, like being yeah. in the country and yeah, like fresh yeah, yeah. air. And then you found out the black sand was just the ashes of the remains of their. <laughs> oh, hopefully not, but um, but yeah, there were just all these things that we could do on weekends. Like I even remember stumbling upon like a village, like just walking along the coast, and they had this service where it was like basically they they would climb coconut trees for you and bring down like a coconut, and they would like slice the top off and oh, nice. drink the coconut. Juice that's awesome right out that's of awesome. it and then after you're done drinking the juice they'll slice the coconut open and then you can eat like the fruit wow. inside it and yeah that was great and like you know they don't advertise it there's no mm-hmm. signs around that mm-hmm. they do that but when we stumbled upon it they just offered they were that's like great. you know that's and it was awesome. that's an example of of like a thing where it's like you know they charge a reasonable price you know so yeah. you don't feel like you have to haggle with them it's just yeah. like something that they do and it's not really like um, yeah. There's not that desperation. There's not, there's not that pressure. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, back to dogs mm-hmm. because we know how my parents just came back. Yeah, <laughs> one of the first questions I asked was, "So did you eat some dog?" <laughs> and I guess my my dad was like, "No, you can't eat dog there anymore. It's oh it's wow, not okay, legal. That's new. You can't oh. like you can't make you can't get caught eat, killing and eating a dog okay. anymore. You can't get caught. I'm sure it's someone as we speak <laughs> is eating a dog in the Philippines, mm-hmm. but." It ain't supposed to yeah, happen, and Steve. I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like what dog meat looks like. How I've, ate, I've it. eaten it. Oh, you've eaten it. I've eaten I've it. And it was a dog head. Oh, wow. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> a dog like head. A dog. Yeah, because... I don't know why they didn't serve me anything else. <laughs> there was a lot of the dog, yeah. but they had to cook the head that day. <laughs> Jeez. I have multiple pictures of me eating it, too. Oh, wow. I'll show you later. Oh, well, yes. you've we can post experienced it. more of it, it than I have because uh, generally you can't tell if it's a dog or not. You know, right, um, right? Because yeah, it's just like ground up meat, sure, you sure, know, sure. and yeah. it's sauteed, whatever. Yeah, it's it's meant to be eaten like while you're drinking beer. It's like that. Mm. It's like something you you match with it. So, yeah, this uh, was almost like uh, a prank, the way they served it to me. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, with candles, yeah, or sparklers yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, a skull. <laughs> well, <head>. the <laughs> the dog dish is called azucena. Az- the, azucena. Yeah, I feel like I know someone named that. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you think, Steve? That was awesome. I feel like we can go on for a while, but we have some, some questions and some segments. <laughs> yes, and- let's move to some segments. I think uh, we're going to move to some fam- family questions. Mm. Uh, we have a couple of different singers who have sang the theme song to this segment. Do you want to hear Jonathan's version, Malika's version, or the mystery person? Oh, Always the mystery person. Okay, here we go. Family questions. Ah. Thank you, mystery person. Angelic. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple of questions. I'll, I'll just go first, if, if, if that's all right with you, JR. This mm, question... Okay. Okay. This question comes from my sister, Casey. You know Casey. Yes. She wants to know, what's it like being a filmmaker? <laughs> Is that specific to... Like being a Filipino American filmmaker, or just no, a filmmaker in general. Just uh, in general, yeah. Wh- wh- wherever you you want to take it, you know, you've ah, you you, you've, okay. you 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 love it. You do it. It's a part of your life. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that yeah keeps me going. You know, it's mm-hmm. why I get up in the morning. You know, like I can't. Oh, imagine. not because I make a lot of noise downstairs. Uh, no, um, I mean I think generally we yeah, get up you know, at around but... the same time, <laughs> <laughs> but. 
yeah, it, it's something. I mean, I I want to kind of express it in a way that other people can can just get an idea of what it is for them personally. It's like when you're just like so passionate about something, like it affects you in in such a way. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a creative endeavor. It could be your family or like, you know, someone you love. Um, but yeah, like cinema occupies that space for me. And um, a friend of mine actually brought it up recently. Like he was saying that how um, movies can also be like, a, f- a sort of therapy in a way like you know it, it's it's so hard to like in this day and age like meditate and find like that quiet time but in a mm-hmm. movie theater when you walk in i guess the types of movies that i watch i should put an asterisk on it are typically like these quiet spaces where you're able to like just kind of shut out the outside world and like mm-hmm. yeah you're you're focusing on a film but sometimes yeah there are those spaces where it allows you to kind of just you know, be more introspective. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it, it's also a very strange, um, I guess, occupation to have like, uh, as an artist, because other artists are able to like practice their art on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a musician like you, Steve, yeah. like, you know, you probably play every day, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But I, I can't just go out and make a film mm-hmm. every day. I mean, I could, but like... That's crazy. You know, yeah. yeah. And the thing is like, it's it's specific, you know, it's like you have to have a specific person, a specific location. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the more people you add to your collaboration, you have to get a schedule that aligns with everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's all these moving parts you have to bring together. So it's not that easy to like practice filmmaking, you know, compared to other arts. Um, so I do try to practice, you know, I mean, uh, I, I have projects that I'm still working on right now and mm-hmm. it's a constant ongoing thing, but I, I found that photography has become like kind of my bridge mm-hmm. art. So, cause that is something that I can do, even though I don't take a photo every day, but it's like, oh, I haven't made a film in a while, but yeah, I can certainly like take a photo and like, you know, sometimes that can be like the springboard, um, sure. for the mm-hmm. next thing. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, um, it's a very long-winded answer. <laughs> no, that's perfect. No, yeah, for sure. It's you know, yeah. it's it's one of those it's one of those interests and passions that you know everyone knows it it requires a lot. It's like being mm-hmm. it's like being in, into ultra marathons or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like something that's like you're not going to run an ultra marathon every day. It takes like right. a lot of time. To, mm-hmm. It takes yeah. a lot of pieces to make a good film and to make it all flow. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, Jared. Okay, let me open up my notes here, Carla. Okay. So, uh, Joseph Labrador, he asks, if you had unlimited money and resources, what type of movie would you make? Oh, man, oh, yeah. I, I can't answer that <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to make it. Like, I don't want to like, reveal it. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. So, um, I you guess... jokester. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the... Actually, the kind of, I guess, cop-out answer is there's a bunch of projects that I want to do. It's not just one. Uh, uh, so it, it's, Okay, if you were given the money and resources and the guy funding you was like, fuck yeah, you, dude. You can only do You only do one film. <laughs> um, well, it wouldn't be a typical film. It wouldn't be the type of film where you, you go into a movie theater and just like sit down and... Um, 
you know, watch it. Like I, I want the audience to be like active participants in it and not in like a VR type of way, uh, even though I am curious of like the possibilities of incorporating that in cinema. Mm-hmm. But at this point, like I, I'm just thinking of like an installation that basically lasts for an entire day. So people can walk in and out of the film. And mm. I don't want to get into too many specifics about it because obviously like somebody can take this idea and like, this is why Joseph version. asked it. Cause he's probably going to yeah. steal this. <laughs> but uh, I'll, yeah, I'll try yeah. and skirt around like the, the central conceit of, of the project and just say like, basically it's a lot of events that are happening mm-hmm. uh, concurrently. Mm-hmm. So um, you're basically seeing the events happen all at the same time in one frame. Wow. And, and I don't know. I like this part, aspect of discussing it because I think I'd be curious to see if, if people would take this idea and like do their own version of so it. So how would know? that work? So if mm-hmm. I were to, if I were to buy a ticket to this magic mm-hmm. movie you just made. Yeah. And so far in my brain, I'm picturing a place where I have to physically walk in to experience mm-hmm. this. Right. Yeah. Now, is it a small area where it's only me experiencing this or is it a lo- is it a very large room where many people at a time like a yeah. like a you know an average size theater can experience mm-hmm. what you're thinking of yeah i mean i i'm thinking like imax like it okay would be, okay but just take away all the seats right <laughs> okay so people yeah. are standing yeah yeah okay uh i mean no you you would be able to sit down but it wouldn't be like the same type of imax sure thing. now do you i know, have this like constantly l- turn my body and spin around to try and catch no, stuff or no do I, I mean it, it's just I, like i'm utilizing the actual imax frame okay so maximizing that space but instead of like you know how you see a typical imax film it's just focused on one frame i want multiple frames within the imax frame so you're watching several can, can a human but do you expect the human spectator to focus on all the different frames or are we going to be able to well, experience yeah, well here's the ones? interactive aspect of it so what I imagined is there'll be a bunch of people watching um, in the room and everybody can either just watch passively where they just sit down and watch or you can watch actively. So the, there's a person who can basically come up to the front of the screen and there'll be like um, a console where they can pick what they want to focus on. So you can either like isolate uh-huh. the sound in one of the frames so you're only focusing on mm. on that frame or you can have the frame just actually come out of the multiple frames and then you just see right. that that one right. thing happening right, 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 so right, you right. can just focus on that that single story that single frame but mm-hmm. the idea is that i i mean i i've been playing around with how many frames i can fit into an imax screen you know because it's just mm-hmm. the possibilities are endless but it's also like do i really want to be making this film for like the rest of my life and I just found out about a film that had this similar undertaking that just came out this week. And it, oh. to call it the film is even like kind of um, it, it it's uh, it's cut, uh, it's selling it short because it's called Dao D A U, yeah D A U. That's how it's spelled. And it's a it's a Russian Ukrainian production, and it's by this filmmaker. He only made one film before this, and it was this ambitious project that he had where he was focusing on this Russian scientist. And he wanted to cast it in like um, a set where all the actors in it who are actually non-professional actors were all going to be in the set and they were going to be shut out from the modern world for like three years. Huh. So they were performing the movie 
and living their lives. And actually, like, you know, there's like a big brother aspect to it yeah. too. It's like, you know, they fall in love with each other mm-hmm. and like, you know, relationships are formed and stuff like that. But it's not it's not for the sake of like creating conflict. Like, right. you know, um, and it, it still focuses on the scientist. And uh, apparently they came out with 13 films from it. And like, it's it's an ongoing show that's happening in Paris. And you have an option to basically... Like instead of a ticket, you get a passport and or a visa, sorry. So you get a visa and then the visa is actually like um, you get like you can get a six hour visa, a 24 hour visa or wow. an unlimited visa, which basically allows you to just like watch it forever. But it's a 24 hour ongoing thing. It's like yeah. they said like 13 feature films at least in the, the thing that you can watch. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so, live. Is what it is. Uh, no, it's not like the, oh, the people have now gotten out of the project. It's not like Synecdoche. Oh, okay, okay. Or, but it's, it's, like it's enough footage though over this course of yeah, XYZ that years. Can, like, yeah, they, they can watch. There's just endless ways of watching it. And that's what I want. I want like kind of an infinite work where basically people can can just come back and watch it. Because yeah, obviously if it's a 24-hour movie. Like you're not going to sit there for 24 yeah. hours watching yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, It's kind of like how people now binge shows. Now it's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't instead of spending six hours binging a show, yeah. let's go to the cinema and experience mm-hmm. this instead. Yeah. And it, it will be an event. So, and I mean, you know, popcorn? Uh, will there is popcorn possible? Uh, yeah. I mean, this is the other thing it's that's like, to me. Yeah, of course, <laughs> um, this is the thing that's like, uh, um, the conflict. I think a lot of filmmakers that I, I admire have with, between like, you know, doing a museum installation versus like playing in a movie theater because there's this this discussion of like when you're in a movie theater, there's a contract that, you know, it's like a certain amount of time that you're going to sit there and, you know, the movie finishes and you can leave. But in an installation situation, it's more like um, you you can leave whenever you can come in and leave whenever right. you, you want. You can stare at this, like a painting. You can stare yeah. at this painting as long as you want. Right. But the, the thing with that is then, you know, you're basically, you don't know where, stuff begins and ends and they were they were proposing this thing of like how about just like at least list the start and end time of the installation so people know where they're at like you know it's like oh i can't i'll come back when this starts again Mm -hmm. you know but i do like the idea of like walking in and out of something and like you know you have this like the first image you see when you come in and then whatever image you leave with you know it's like that kind of thing where it's like a film Sure. An infinite loop type film where it's like, yeah, you just have these things. So. I must say that's an uh, an idea, an answer that we did all did not expect, Carlo. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I, and if you had the infinite money and resources, it'd probably mostly go towards a technology to be able to film and project this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also just pay everybody who's going to be working on it. Right. I mean, I'll be the financial I, manager. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about the money. We got yeah, it. We, we got, got it. it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Because yeah, I mean, I I would like even just the experience of walking into it, like you know where it's gonna be housed. This IMAX screen mm-hmm. be a work of art in itself. You mm-hmm. know, like you know, why not have it be like a movie palace? Because these things are dying out. You know, there's not that many of them left. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Cool. 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 So I got a couple more questions. Let's get uh, let's get Jonathan in here. Here comes family questions. All right, this question comes from my mom, Auntie Edna. Okay. And this is kind of a cl- again a classic Auntie Edna question. Do you like us now? 
<laughs> it's like <When> <laughs> it's such a so perfect. Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. Uh, yeah. no. That's a. I like the way you word your so, questions. So can I just ask? Um, was this question asked before to anybody else who's been on the podcast? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. We ask all. We ask everybody if they like us. Do you like us? Do you well, like us? The operative word in that I think is now. It's now. like when did I like not like? Yeah. It? <laughs> like that's a. That's the thing. It's like there is there some memory or of something. Me, okay, here before before you answer, yeah. maybe it's because you weren't. And this is why I asked that so early. Uh, maybe because you weren't around so much. She uh, she thinks you she hate you hate her. No, us, us I mean, not her. Us. I, I think I touched upon it early on too. It's just like I. I am kind of a person who just tends to keep to himself. And mm -hmm. I guess it's ironic in a way that I always find myself in living situations where I live with people. <laughs> like I've only <laughs> like lived alone a couple of times in, in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. But generally, yeah, I, I tend to like to just keep to myself. So, but yeah, I, I, I tell to be, I tell people even like ex girlfriends, like, you know, don't take it personally. I just need like mm -hmm. my alone time. So <laughs> that's basically it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so the que so you always liked us. You like us now. We we, we can we can, we can stop being insecure about it. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> I didn't stop know it was it. like such a pressing like hanging looming question. I didn't I didn't uh, not, <laughs> not not to me. Not to me. Okay. Remember, this is family questions. <laughs> right, this is yeah, this is okay. not me and Steve questions. We asked that at the beginning. Got yes. <laughs> well, I have one more. I have one more. Okay. Um, this is from your father. Oh, okay. Why oh. couldn't you just ask okay. him in person? <laughs> well, because it's 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 much uh, more dramatic when he does it indirectly through us, and it's recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it is okay. recorded. Um, but it, it's um, it's not as basic as that. And you kind of touched upon this already mm -hmm. in the beginning of the pod. Um, but I mean, and you can answer it in other, in any other way you want if you feel like you already answered it but he wanted to know from you can you compare and contrast living and studying in england and in the philippines compared to living in in la and new york okay well i guess there is no point in comparison with studying because i never studied here in america scratch that word studying <laughs> living. yeah i mean um yeah i I guess I, I should point that out that that was another culture shock thing for me coming here was how expensive your schools are here. Like yeah. it's insane. Yeah. You had mentioned to me a not on the podcast mm. about tuition. Yes. And do yeah. uh, you want to say how no, much? You, 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 okay. you, you, you. So when I went to this uh, university campus in Iloilo, um, uh, the tuition, like, which I thought was a lot of money then, uh, compared to college tuitions is ridiculous. So since my mom was teaching in the college um, system, uh, they basically just took out the majority of her, of my tuition from her paycheck. So it only basically left me with um, the student fee. So that's what I paid every month. And I guess before I get into the student fee, I should say what my total tuition was every month. So it was about like 1,200 pesos which is which is like twenty dollars wow yeah <laughs> so that's what was most of that was coming out of your mom's paycheck yeah and then i paid 44 pesos every semester which semester. was a student fee yeah which contributed to our, our our student publication basically that was their fund so 44 pesos is a dollar so 
Oh. I basically <laughs> first semester. So I graduated debt free. That's amazing. That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. It's funny that my dad asked that question because, you know, obviously when he was, you know, when we were going through the process of like petitioning me to come here, that was one of the things that he was selling me on was like, yeah, you can like go to film school here because, you know, at the time when I went to college, there wasn't really like a proper film school in the mm-hmm. Philippines. Now there is like, you know, and the film program in, in University of Philippines has been developed. But at the time, it was just really lacking. So um, I actually studied literature rather than, than filmmaking in college. Um, so I, I had this opportunity to basically like um, come here. And then I remember there was this IFC TV show at that time called Film School. And it was about like students who went to um, NYU. And like, so I was sold on that. But then um, my dad and I obviously had to have that talk about like the tuition and mm-hmm. he told me that, yeah, I can, that he could only pay for one semester. And then he said, like, basically, I, I would have to, like, get a job and, you know, um, so figure out how I'm going to do it or, like, take out student loans. Yeah. And so I did my due diligence. Like, you know, we, we actually went to New York and we, we visited NYU. And then we also checked out the campuses here, like USC and UCLA and checked out their film schools. And it all sounded great. But, like, the more I read about it, it was, like, uh, most of the people who went to film school said that anything technical you can learn on your own. You yeah. know, it's like um, the only real thing that you can take away from film school is the collaborators and people you meet. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, those connections. And I mean, even like NYU, like it's a big deal. Like if your film, your graduating film, is shown in a film festival where Hollywood producers actually go to, so you could actually get like another. Um, production like your first feature off the ground from Mm. that film festival um so yeah that all sounded well and proper but the more i read about it like i i wanted to like do basically the uh, richard linklater calls it the stanley kubrick school of filmmaking which is basically like you get a camera and you learn on your own yeah so i i told my dad like how about this how about you give me the money for that first semester of school i'm gonna buy a camera and a computer and just teach myself how to make films. And, and what do you say? Deal. Yeah, deal. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we did that. I bought like my first like MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, actually it was like a PowerBook. So it was even like before the Intel um, chips. It was like a G4. <laughs> and, then, mm, uh, wow. and then I got a a, D, a Panasonic like DVX 100B, which was like the state-of-the-art camera at the time because that was when they were first like developing the film look yeah. on digital so that was the first camera to do it and it still used like mini dvd tapes and yeah. i still have that camera by the way it's like it's great is that the camera we use for mendoza for mendoza too yes yeah yes. i mean pretty much any any things that we worked on together uh-huh. like that was my camera mm-hmm. that i was using awesome time, that's so, so awesome yeah so uh but yeah to answer my dad's question like in a roundabout way um yeah definitely i think the culture is definitely different and i would say i can't compare the i guess the the quality of education because i i don't know i feel like in the philippines i got like a a, you know a great education like i was really fortunate to when i arrived at that campus like all the literature professors were some of like the premier like 
people in literature in, in Iloilo. So yeah. I was, and I was catching them on the back end. They were all like on the verge of retiring. Yeah. So it was like, Damn. I was really fortunate to like wow. be able to study under them. And also, yeah, it's just like, I was younger in my other like experiences going to school, like in England. So I wouldn't really be able to compare it. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Except for all the kissing that you had. Going <laughs> yeah yeah okay well that's the other thing the the personal thing aspect of it i will say like i i i do wish that i did get that college experience in terms of like you know the partying like what like, steve did because yeah. steve oh. went to the uc part the the <laughs> the party school of the west of, coast of the west coast of the uc yeah. system uc santa barbara oh and man i was a gaucho he was the he was the <laughs> and guy. It was, it was it was it was a fun four years, yeah. brother. <laughs> oh, but, oh. <laughs> and but, I went to the University of Civics and Integras. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, but and but it seems like you're still living that party lifestyle. Like Carlo, do you still see Jr. kind of just like t- doing shots <laughs> and doing that whole deal? And like, what's it like? Um, <laughs> well, I, I guess my most recent memory is the 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 Christmas party we had here. Mm. And I kind of inadvertently got involved with it. So I'm not really a big drinker. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do enjoy hanging around people who drink. So um, they made me the bartender and they were like doing these like, uh, I, what do you call that game? Is it well, like, well, it's White Elephant. But if uh, what we do is if you want to steal, <laughs> if you want to steal a gift, for you first have to take a shot if you even want to oh steal. Oh my God. And then so the guy who has the gift if he can either say, okay, here, take it, or he can defend it, and they have to challenge each other to a one-on-one flip cup. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's You're basically right. it. Okay. That's- and this is like basically the extent of how inexperienced I am as a drinker. Mm-hmm. So when they had me as a bartender, I was filling the cups too much. Oh, right, right, right. So <laughs> like, yeah, they, they were getting smashed early on. And I think one of your friends, Alex, got challenged the most. Yeah, everyone wanted to steal the Casper pillow I bought. <laughs> Like, the limit was 50. I spent 55 on the Casper pillow. Okay. Okay. And everyone was challenged. He was like, no, you're not taking this pillow, man. <laughs> yeah. So he had to defend it with flip cup, like repeat, like yeah, over repeatedly. and over. Yeah. So he kept winning and he kept keeping it. And I think yeah. eventually he lost the pillow because he, he just yeah. got too drunk to mm-hmm. defend it anymore, which oh is great God. because that's how the game works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. What's it going to be like in our new place? Like, you know, are you going to still yeah, probably yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, this Saturday, we're, have, we're throwing a final exit party. Oh. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I have an extra night. It's a 90s theme. I have an extra thing for you if you want to okay. join us. All right, cool. Um, I may have something going on, but I'm, I may catch. We'll be here all night. Later night. Yeah, later. I, I love that you guys are hanging out. It's like it's like 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 I want that as a sitcom. Like I want this podcast, the Carlo and Jr. podcast. Where you guys, we, it's funny. We ha- we 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 seem like yin and yang, but we hang out quite a bit. Like we yeah we yeah. watched a, we watched a movie together because Bridget's been gone all week. Mm-hmm. We watched the movie together downstairs. Right. We're watching a movie together t- tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, here's another idea I've been having recently relating to all of this. Like, since I have a dash cam, I was thinking of, like, you know, our drive back after the movie of, like, you know, just sharing our thoughts about yes. the movie after we've oh. seen it. <laughs> like, but we could have our own movie, like, review, review show. Thing. Yeah, but yes. it's a car, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedians. Filipinos in cars were talking movies. Movies. Filipinos in cars talking movies. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I encourage you to do it because I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I would watch it for sure. <laughs> yeah. We could yeah, start well, tomorrow <laughs> if you want to set it up. <laughs> okay. Although yeah. we're, we're coming in separate cars though. That's the only thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's going to be hard. Uh, but we can probably like, but just, we, we, yeah, we, we'll, we'll fudge it. We'll, we'll like kind of we'll like, yeah, we'll cheat it. it. That's we'll, great. We'll do it on another day and make it seem right. like it's great. Was, like that day. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking we have, we have of some more stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Steve. Speaking of films, let's move on to our next games, which are in fact film related. Oh, oh my God. Well, this make that a clip. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to Filipino times presentation of film or Film. Film? And and the idea is very simple. We are going to read synopses of movies. Okay. And your job is simple based on the the synopsis. Is this a a film, a movie made here in America, in Hollywood? Or is it a PILM, a Filipino movie? Oh, a PILM. PILM. Oh, now I get it. Film or PILM. Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. All right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jer, why don't you go first? All right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to make sure I don't give away the names and the plots I have. I talked okay. to you about this last night. Yeah. So. Okay. Here we, go, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tend to laugh when I read things, Carlo. Ben the Eighth is a gay who <laughs> who wants to prove his worth to his grandfather. Help spare his aging father from military drafting and save the country from terrorists. He keeps his sexuality from the trainees and superiors and makes friends with the other misfits of the team. They went into rigorous training to change from being weaklings to perfectly capable soldiers. Their hard work pays off and gets acknowledged by their trainers. Another team of trainees stages Ben so as to expose his sexuality and immediately gets him kicked out of the team. His misfit friends walk away with him, but incidentally arrives at a terrorist at a terrorist camp. They go back to give the intel to their superiors, but they were ignored. So they took matters into their own hands and came out victorious. Mm. Carlo, is this a film or a film? Oh my god! Wow, what a first. Choice. These um, are all real movies, <laughs> and you're not changing any of the names or anything. I shortened one of the names to not give away with the country uh, of origin. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll say it's a film. Carlo, you are wrong. Oh, this is a film <laughs> called Prebate Benjamin. Prebate spelled P-R-E-Y-B-A-Y-T. <laughs> is that it's pronounced differently in Tagalog? Pray, does that mean what does that mean? Pray bit. No, it's, it's private. But like, private Benjamin. Oh, yeah. pri- pri- private Benjamin. His name is Benjamin <laughs> Benji Santos the Eighth. <laughs> wow. Benjamin Benji Santos. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. got gotcha. you. It's a film. Right. But it's a you film. know, because there's that private Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Behind, okay. So yeah. You should watch it. Sometime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a. F- apparently, that's like a famous comedy or it's like um, it, it, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. like like, like if you google top yeah. filipino comedy it's like one of the top ones it's, it's, it's there oh, it's wow. up there okay private it's benjamin okay right. carlo oh for one oh for one okay your second one a wife is brutally murdered by a serial killer and a son is left physically disabled after the son is kidnapped the husband has to chase the kidnapper thousands of miles with the help of a mentally disabled friend is this a film or a film? 
Oh, man. So either way with that one. Yeah. But generally from the Filipino films I've seen, they tend to like avoid showing like mentally disabled people. So I'm going to go with film. Correct. This is in <laughs> fact the plot to Finding Nemo. This, oh, uh, the okay. mentally disabled friend is Dory. Dory, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. I oh, see I where you went with that, Steve. Yeah. You That's had a creative good. take on this. Oh, well yeah, done. Okay. A thriller or something like that. Yes. Okay. That's good. Steve is a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I was a little lazier. I just <laughs> copy and paste and stuff. I'm, that's <laughs> why mine is so long. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> it's different styles. It's, it's different. It's okay. That it, this is why we're a good team, right? Here we go. Okay, you ready? Focus. Here we go. All right, you're you're, you're one for two. Okay. All right, you're fifty percent right now. Yeah. Here we go. Oh God. So, half-witted longtime friends, <laughs> Albert, Isaac, and Mo, Mike. And Eris were used to living moronic yet pretty normal and hassle-free lives until successful career woman Becky accused them of killing her father and ruining everything for them. Wow. <laughs> the five, called the Moron Five, are more than sure of their innocence, <laughs> but for the life of them, they can't find any single satisfactory argument on how to prove it, especially because when their opponent would do everything to punish them for, for whim. Okay, I didn't write that. Okay. Spending three miserable, miserable years in prison trying different failed comedic attempts to get out, they finally figured a way to escape. They stalked Becky and tried to have them... They stalked Becky and tried to understand why she's fighting so hard to have them imprisoned when it's clear as day that what happened three years ago was a nonsense frame-up an opportunity came when Becky's driver skipped that. Why is Becky fighting so hard to have them suffer? The moron five will try their hardest to know and hopefully understand what's really going on. Although little did they know that doing so, everything that they hold dear might be at risk. Mm. Is this a film or a film? Oh, man, another tough one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's a film. Carlo, you are incorrect. <laughs> this. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a good thing that you, you are not familiar with yeah, this. Yeah, it's good. This is good. Okay. It's probably a good thing. But this film is a film. It's a Filipino movie called The Moron Five and the Crying Lady. <laughs> I have never heard of that movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I changed the names. Uh, Half-witted longtime friends, uh, Louis Monzano. Uh, oh, I know Cro these actors. Yeah. Oh, these are the actors. Yeah. It's played by Louis Monzano, Billy Crawford, DJ Durano, Martin Escudero, and Marvin Agustin. Agustin, yeah. They're all. Ah. You, know, yeah. you know these actors. I know these actors. Well, I they mean, were in the Moron 5. Well, <laughs> come on. Billy okay. Joe is like a well Billy Crawford and now as he's called he used to be called Billy Joe Crawford but I think that was like uh um like uh I guess because the the lead singer of Green Day is named the same Billy, Billy Joe. Joe yeah Billy yeah, Joe yeah. Armstrong oh Armstrong sorry yeah but I think yeah he dropped the Joe but like that was kind of just like a joke amongst me and my high school friends like you know we would like go to a record store and ask for like a Billy Joe record so we would like be miss miss. You're playing Billy Joe. 
Like we would go up mm, to, and, and, it's they, just like, and they hand you a moron five soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, uh, something like that. I mean, he was like, he's Justin, Justin Bieber, mm. like that type. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is is Filipino pop like like is there good Filipino pop like like as good as K-pop? Ah, uh, not not that level. But not I mean, level. I haven't been listening to it lately. Yeah. But I mean, so much of Filipino like you know pop culture is just like spoofing other cultures you know yeah. <laughs> I, Gosh, I do, yeah that's us yeah or other stuff but yeah. i mean like you know i definitely remember as a kid really liking uh gary v or gary valenciano okay and i remember like my cassette tape of his like it, it was like this purple cover and then it was his name like in script and it was like golden that's so awesome. Yeah, and then I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then l- years later, I see like the Thriller album cover and I was like, oh, he was just basically imitating yeah. Thriller and like his music does kind of sound like Michael Jackson, but I still appreciated it, you know. But yeah, in terms of pop music, like the stuff I enjoy the most are the really like sincere but funny like mm-hmm. imitations of, of American or like Western pop music. Yeah. You know, especially when they like do a song and then just change the lyrics to like Tagalog or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an amazing uh, like Miley Cyrus uh, cover of um, uh, they covered Miley Cyrus's party in the party USA. In the USA. Yeah, yeah. And it's called the uh, party sa Manila Bay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's great. So yeah. Good. And I mean, you know, if you know what Manila Bay looks like, it's heavily polluted. So <laughs> the video of it is like, you know, basically people swimming <laughs> in garbage. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so Gary V was the shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Gary. So maybe he we should is. maybe we should fade out the pod and Gary V somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. do I that. Mean, yeah, and he he looks he still looks good, man. That guy's like ageless mm, wonder. Yeah. You know, it's like amazing. Love so, it. Yeah. All right. Well, I only got one one more, and maybe this is one that both of you guys can play. Okay. All right. Transported to a surreal landscape, a young girl kills the first person she meets, and then teams up. With three strangers to kill again, is this a film or a pinum? I actually know this, so. Oh, okay, you know this one, <laughs> Jr. What do you think? Film, film or pinum? Film. Yeah. This is a film. So this is a famous uh, yeah. parody. So, so uh, Carlo, explain what it is. Do you know what it is? No. no. Okay, it's uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I had one more. It's not as long as the other ones. Okay. okay. It'd be All above right. 500. All right. Here we go. Carlo, film or pill? Set in 2293, Zed, a member of the Exterminators, a group, a group of assassins. They take their orders from their god, Zardoz, who just happens to be a giant flying stonehead. Zed has his doubts about the credibility of this, of this deity. So he starts investigating. His skepticism turns out to be founded. Zardoz is actually the creation of a bunch of immortal beings called the Eternals who merely want to control the masses. He sets out to expose them in a red diaper. (laughs) Is this a film or a film? Well, you basically mentioned the title of the film in it. (laughs) It's Uh a film. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, that's correct. It's a film. Starring Sean Connery. In a red diaper. Yeah. It's yes. iconic. Image. Yes. See, Carlo's knowledge. What 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 is this movie? It, what is well, it? Well, I mean, it was a film by John Borman, I think, in the early eighties, oh, I wanna God, say. Carlo, you're too good and to trip. It was wow. like 
it was like a big like box office bomb and obviously for for a good reason because it was so ridiculous like you know Sean Connery's <laughs> costume and then also just like I mean the name is actually a play on Wizard of Oz you know it's the end of Wizard yes, of Oz yes, so Zardoz, yeah. oh, okay. Zardoz. Oh. so uh so yeah but like I mean John Borman made this like massively like over budget you know ambitious movie I've never seen it but I I, I know of it so that's, that's amazing Awesome. Yeah. I should have known he would have knew that. Hey, you know <laughs> should what? Should have another film. You can't trick Carlo, man. I, yeah, He's I the master. Tricked me and like did everything was film. Like I, I probably would have. Uh, more like, than more yeah. Than as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have one more game, one more movie trivia game. Okay. And it's what? it's 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 a popular game. It's a game that you know you've probably played in the past. It's it's kind of a party game. We huh? call it movie stamina. Movie stamina, oh. and essentially, um, I have a, um, I've I've received a voicemail, an audio clip. Someone who I, I know, I think it's Malika. <laughs> she oh. um, she's gonna give us uh, a number of different categories, and Carlo, you're you're gonna pick the category of film that you want to do. And basically, what what's gonna happen is we're each gonna take turns naming a movie that fits it's in that category. And we'll keep kind of going around and around until we run out. And then the last person standing wins. Uh, Does that make okay. sense? Uh, sort of. Can we do like a practice round just so I, I can okay. get a sense of Sure. Our- okay. So a practice round would be something like, okay, let's name Tom Hanks films. Oh, okay. So oh, I get it now. Yeah. So we're okay. just um, going around. Yeah, okay. I, I, just I, I until we around. run out. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I played this I game. won't win. Yeah. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, so let's let's, let's hear the, the the clip. I have not heard this yet. This is the first time we're hearing it. Here we go. Hey guys, happy Filipino time. Hope it's an awesome episode so far. Here, as requested, are your three movie categories. Numero uno, movies with a female protagonist. Numero dos, movies where somebody really important dies. And numero trace, the classic hero's journey quest movie. Have fun. Oh my God. Wow, those are pretty tricky. Okay, so- I'm gonna blank. Carlos got a good library. Okay. Okay. So we we had female protagonist where someone important dies. I think that's what the second one was. And Hero's Journey. Carlo, which one do you want to select? Uh, I, I don't even think it's fair for me to select because, I'm, you know, I'm, I feel like I, I already like, have an advantage. He, <laughs> he does. He clearly has an advantage. That's okay. <laughs> just picks. Just because pick. This is a fun game that, the, it, that people, <laughs> as they're listening at home, they'll be able to play along and get frustrated and it's perfect. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, let's go with the, the female protagonist. Okay. Just, Mm-hmm. Well, protagonist. So, Carlo, why, why don't you start us off? Well, well, okay. oh, God. Uh, okay. I guess fairly recent in memory, um, Hunger Games. Okay. Are we going? Who's next? Sure. Uh, hun- w- there was a, a second Hunger Games. Hunger Games two. Oh, oh okay. So, you're doing it back then, yeah, huh? Okay. And, yeah, and 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 not. Uh, n- <laughs> don't worry about full titles. Don't. Okay. We're, we're, we're not. We're not doing that. All right. Fine. Okay. Fine. All right. Hunger Games. Three, part one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. 
Oh, oh! So all of us did Hunger Games? Is that? There's a, yeah. There's a fourth yeah. one. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go Twilight. <laughs> Breaking Dawn. Okay, I gotta avoid these uh, franchises, <laughs> wait, but wait, I got wait, another wait. one. A Halloween. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Oh wait, I'm just confused. What's the order? So it's me, Steve. Yeah. And- okay. All right. Mm. Um, let's go with, um, Hannah. Right, 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 right. Um, oh, a movie I just saw, Roma. Yes, there you go. I was thinking of that movie too. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Ooh, good one. Um, okay. Uh, this is like my, uh, my kind of, uh, Emergency button one, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Oh, yeah. God. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Legally Blonde. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Good choices. I mean, Alice in Wonderland. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, go Clueless. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frozen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Inside Out. <laughs> there's like three female protagonists. I know. I, there you go. I just realized there's a lot in, in animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Brave. Should we, should we get animation out of there? Make it harder? Okay. Wait. So did, No, you would run out eventually. Well, yeah, yeah. What did Carlos say? Brave. Okay. I'll say <gasps> Mulan. Okay. Um, is it fair to say Terminator? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I'll go aliens. <laughs> well, I'll, I got to take alien then. <laughs> I don't know why aliens this one goes in my head. Awesome. It's not even out yet. What men want. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's me again, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I'm going to ride on the coattails of that with girls night. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Legally Blonde 2. Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, one, one of my... No, go ahead. Bridesmaids, go ahead. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Uh, one of my favorite movies from last year, Widows. Oh, right. right, right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. What you... All right. All right. I'm, I'm going back to the Twilight saga we gotta we gotta do it we gotta get something where people get started getting eliminated yeah yeah oh god <laughs> so we yeah, okay and, um, um, so we said twilight we said breaking dawn there's a lot in the middle right isn't five there? four <laughs> three uh there's like two after after one. after midnight is that one nope <laughs> okay are you out yeah i'm out okay <laughs> Me and you. You ready? All right. Captain Marvel. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's really good. Can I say Ant-Man and the Wasp? Uh, Am I out? Uh, no. Nah, yeah, let's, let's keep it going. Okay. Wanna, okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. You're good. Uh, oh, another really good movie I enjoyed in the past few years, uh, Spy. Oh yeah, yes. I mean, that's that, my favorite I love Melissa that. Really McCarthy movie. movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of her, <laughs> there's quite a few. <laughs> yes. 
Speaking of her, oh god, I'm blanking. See, I might lose right now. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Uh, you got this. <sighs> oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Tomb Raider. Oh. Oh. Which one? Uh, the recent one with Alicia Vikander and. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm gonna go with the one with uh, <laughs> yep. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Scream. <laughs> See, okay. I'm thinking oh. franchises. Okay. <laughs> uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay. I'm gonna say Carol. Sixteen candles. Ooh, another good one. Uh, I'm gonna say. Safe. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say, um, oh, yeah. Okay. Sisters. Uh, That's a movie, right? Sisters? <laughs> Who directed it? <laughs> uh, God, it's, it's Amy Poehler. And uh, didn't that have a different name? I'm if, looking it up. If it's now. wrong, I'm going to lose. If it's yeah. wrong, I lose. Is it Amy Poehler and Tina yeah. Fey? Yeah. It's called Sisters. Oh, it is. Okay, there you <laughs> yeah. go. There you go. Buzzer yep. beater. Yeah. Um, 2015 Sisters. Ah, okay. Um, wow. No, I'll oh. say, can you ever forgive me? It came out last year. With the most okay, 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 yeah. okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> this, is, this is not out yet, mm -hmm. but X-Men Phoenix. Ooh. Is she, well, okay, yeah. Well, movie we saw recently, Bumblebee. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Jr. is crying. I'm I'm crying right now. Okay, okay, okay. He's sweating. His eyes are closed. He's clenching his whole body. I, God, I'm only thinking about Kevin Hart movies right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm done. I can't. Oh. I lie. I, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. All right, Carlo, if you can name one more, you take it. Okay. Um, Edge of 17. Nice. All right. All right. Well done, Carlo. Congratulations. Thank you. Are, you. I mean, you are the, the, uh, the You are the winner of Filipino time. <laughs> you were the winner of Filipino time. Wow. You were the first champion of movie stamina. Yeah. Wow. So you were the reigning champ. Yeah, I, I I must say that is like just another kind of past memory that I really enjoy mm -hmm. with you guys is playing, seeing it, uh, like oh know, right, more intense games, man. Like seeing it, pressure, <laughs> and like you know, because you know how when you reach the final round, there's like that. If you answer that question once you enter that circle, you can yes. immediately win it. But if you don't, you end up in those three circles, and you have to answer oh. the three. Yeah, it, the three wow. circles of death. Gets, we're we're a game. We're a very big game fan. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, seeing it was the best. <laughs> All right. Well, before we start racking up, I do have a, just a couple quick odds and ends, some business. So, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about middle school chokeout parties. This was something that Joseph brought up. I, I don't know if, if Carlo, if, if you ever choked out your friends or saw people get choked out like in, in middle school or anything like nope. that. No, that's <laughs> okay, good. Bay Area, Oakland. Well, yeah. well 
Well, apparently, two people I know did have experienced that. Malika, who went to high school up here in, in Santa Cruz, up in the Bay Area, or in Northern California, actually, rather. She said she saw kids choking each other out. She never participated, but that was a thing. And then also my friend Danny, who grew up in Chicago, says he also would choke out his brother and like but by pushing his chest so in no ways do we condone this This is a bad idea don't choke anybody out but apparently this was a widespread deal wow wow um a couple other odds and ends ace cast so john jonathan his podcast it's out there's now two episodes but he wanted us to have a little disclaimer we've been pumping it up that everyone should listen to it but we should say this thing is explicit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And uh, maybe I've experienced it. Oh. First. And, but it is. Yes. It's, it's real cash. It's, it's super cash. cash. And explicit, baby. Yeah, you have to kind of imagine that yeah. they're not wearing pants and it's just kind of a loosey-goosey deal yeah, down there. sweaty, humid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and you're you're gonna be on a, on an upcoming episode of the ace cast is that correct well, it's very possible oh okay look out for look out for that lisa norris and and look out for um for carlo and jr's movie uh, podcast movie, gonna be awesome. what, what, what was it what were we gonna call again uh we, I don't think filipinos we, in a uh, car yeah in cars yeah. reviewing movies yeah, yeah i love it okay so um and then the last thing uh we we, we were talking about my our cousin monique and how she used to be an actress, and and we couldn't, uh, we knew she was on IMDb, but we weren't sure what her name was. Just to clarify, if you search Monique Evers, she has her. You can see her IMDb DB page. It's up there, Monique Evers. So just wrapping up all those odds and ends. Do you all have right. any other business? No business, Steve. It's good to be back in 2019, and I look forward to another great. Uh, uh, podcast year with you another great se- season of uh filipino time in which in and we by the way we do have a new slogan finding the filipino in people <laughs> <laughs> thank you jonathan carlo do you have any just closing things you want to say or shout outs or anything like that before we go um well i i don't want to get on another tangent um <laughs> but yeah I, I i do wish we kind of had more time to like talk about like levels of offense especially like in this oh, yeah. climate but like we'll we'll find another oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 we have <laughs> plenty of opportunities that. yeah, yeah. So, i would love to, i would love to do that I yeah because i am curious because like we we definitely as filipinos or filipino americans like occupy a really strange space you know like we're not quite Asian, mm-hmm. but we're not also, I guess, I guess we're other. We we just occupy an in-between space. That's just how I right, feel. Right, right, right. And so. so I don't go on a tangent, though. I think I had a conversation with somebody where a lot of Filipino stereotypes are not really negative. It's a lot of positive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's positive stereotypes, if yeah, you can even say that. Like, I mean, I guess the, the fallback of many like Phil M stand-up comedians is just the accent, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the main thing. That right. They- Joe Coy <laughs> loves to do mailman yeah. and his mom and he does it well. And there's nothing really <laughs> offensive. Really right. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. like, and, and kind of making the humor is to make fun of how hospitable everybody is you know, <laughs> yeah 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 you know just how how much how much yeah. business and yeah. how career driven we can be like yeah, yeah it's like yeah things like, that aren't necessarily negative you know what i mean right right right, right um yeah. yeah and i guess i would also add because you know i um i am being you know honest and direct about what 
the Philippines was like yeah. for me. But I would say, yeah, do visit it. It is a very beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to certain parts of Mindanao, which aren't like war-torn, there's actually great places to surf, like Surigao. Mm. Um, and also, I mean, my favorite part of the Philippines is Baguio, even though it has kind of become this hip place mm. and like, you know, uh, the Portland commercial. of the Philippines? Yeah, pretty much. That's what Baguio is. It's Jeez. up in the north. It's a mountainous yeah. town. Mm. And it's like, um, yeah, it's always cool there. You know, that's yeah. the thing. You get away from the humidity. I so like that's why people, that. yeah, I go. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, it's so cool there that, like, even their mall, you know, SM, that franchise, like, their mall is an open air mall. They don't even need air conditioning. Yeah. So, like, so sick. Yeah. Oh, so, best. yeah, definitely visit Baguio. I, I, I yes. heard it. So, yeah. will. Oh, thank you. I like the ending it on a positive note about the Philippines. Yes. Thank you, Carlo. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Of course. This was awesome. Yeah, I had fun. So with that, we got to say bye-bye. See ya.